In this episode, we look at the secrets of motivation. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-based strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and uh, today I want to start a new series I'm going to do on this podcast all about motivation. And I'm doing this because I think, at least this has been my experience, maybe it's yours as well, I think motivation feels like something that we can't control. It feels like this like nebulous, if we have it, everything's great. If we don't, we're screwed and we don't have that much we can do about it kind of uh, uh, part of the process. But as you know, it's incredibly important. If we're not motivated to take action, then we're not going to take action. And so because of this sense of it's something we can't control, we just kind of have to have it or not, we end up in situations where we find ourselves waiting, sitting around hoping that motivation will strike us and not really taking action until that happens. So I want to disprove that because the truth is that's really not how motivation works. Yes, it's a little bit harder to control compared to things like ability or prompts if we go back to the fog behavior model. Uh, behavior equals motivation, ability, and prompt. Motivation is the hardest part to shift in that. Because it is very based on the individual, it's based on a number of factors, but there has been enormous amounts of research into the science of motivation. What allows people to be motivated and hold on to that motivation versus not? And so what I want to do in this series is explore that, better understand how motivation works. And to do that, I'm going to dive into the text. I'm going to read the Uh, leading scholars in motivation science. I'm going to learn far more about how behavior science works when it comes to motivation. And I'm going to share all of that with you. So this is the first installment in this new series. Let me know what you think about it. If you are watching on YouTube right now, leave a comment down below. Let me know if you're excited for this series. If you're listening to the podcast, find us on YouTube. Link is in the description of this episode and leave a comment when you get there. So let's talk about two of the types of motivation you might struggle with. And this is going to be something that I think you'll get a lot of value from. It's something that when I learned it, I was kind of like, whoa, didn't know that was a thing. And and since then, it's been really helping me to better plan for how to be motivated when it comes to specific behaviors. And that's the key part here. 
because this type of motivation that we're gonna go through here, it's based on the specific behaviors we're trying to encourage. So we may respond differently to certain behaviors over others. And the two types of motivation that we're gonna cover in this episode are promotion and prevention. Now, what are these? So I'm going to pull here from the official definition. So, quote, promotion is a motivational approach focused on gains and accomplishments. Typically, those who think this way aren't heavily concerned with losses. Instead, they tend to identify innovative ways to make strides towards their goals, end quote. So there's a few key takeaways here. The first is that this approach to motivation is much more driven by what you can gain from doing this thing as opposed to what you're risking. And that's a key insight that allows us to structure our day-to-day activities and our specific behavioral activities around rewards as opposed to any other tools that might not focus as much on what we gain, on what there is to, to walk away from as a result of this. It also helps us to tackle our inner thought, our inner conversations, and focus them around what we have left to gain or what we have left to work on. For this type of motivation, the pursuit of something, the the progress we make along the way, that is the exciting part. That is the thing that is driving us to action because we want to see how far we can go. And that is critical to understand. So you are more excited by the progress you're making and by what's left to be done than you are by the uh, risk that you're taking or what you might lose along the way. And this means that it's much better to measure your progress and your success in terms of milestones. If you have this particular type of motivation towards the behavior you're trying to take, this specific promotion way of thinking about motivation. If you have that, then it's much better to break up your goals into milestones that you can work towards so that you have multiple areas where you are getting excited. Rather than one big long journey that might feel a little bit overwhelming, you have smaller milestones that keep you excited, keep you engaged, and keep you looking forward to what's next. What do I get to do today that I didn't get to do tomorrow? These new experiences, these new accomplishments, that's what's keeping you going, and that is where your power lies. So let's talk about the second type of motivation, and this is called prevention. Quote, a motivational approach focused on safety and security, typically motivated by loss aversion. Rather than being motivated by aspiration, this type of person wants to avoid losses. So this type of motivation is far more about doing certain things and taking certain actions in order to not lose something, in order to hold on to what you already have, hold on to who you already are, the idea of yourself in your mind. You're not pursuing new things for the purpose of new things. You're pursuing them because they are the best way to hold on to what you already have and protect it. This is driven by a need for safety, a need for uh, uh, security and satisfaction. And quite honestly, 
you probably feel very happy or at least content with the life that you already have, with the things you are already doing. You're the type of person who probably does or if not would benefit greatly from a gratitude journal, some type of tool to continuously reflect on what you've done already, where you've come so far, and what you're working so hard for. So you make progress for the purpose of not losing, for the purpose of holding on to who you are or the idea of who you are and the identity you've already built. A perfect example of these two in action would be uh, someone who's motivated by promotion. Let's say the behavior is going for a run. This is something that's really specific to me right now. So you want to get into running or you want to get back into running. Someone who's motivated by promotion may be excited by increasing their speed, increasing their distance, losing some amount of weight, tackling a really hard run that they've struggled with in the past and getting better at it. These are all promotion-minded motivations, things that we are working towards and we're excited to finally sort of smash those milestones for ourselves. Now let's take the same person who's motivated by prevention rather than promotion. For that person, they may be doing it because they want to hold on to the identity of being a runner. If they've already run in the past and that's a regular part of their routine, they're going out for a run because they feel like they are a runner. And so they want to keep running, at least in part, out of a desire to not lose that identity. And that becomes the biggest motivator for them. Whether they hit specific milestones or do specific speeds or any of those things, they may just want to run for the purpose of keeping the identity of running. So that's how these types of motivations show up. And the key insight here, the thing that we need to learn is that these are specific to the behaviors we're trying to uh, build. We may, in the case of running, have a prevention mindset when it comes to it. But then for our personal finance goals, we may have a promotion mindset. So we can share multiple types of motivation across the board of the activities we're trying to take. And even more so, the type of motivation that works for us may switch along the way. We may start out running because we want to pursue certain goals, we want to hit certain times, and then as we develop the identity of being a runner, we may continue running out of a need to hold on to the identity. So we have just switched from a promotion mindset to a prevention mindset. Ultimately, what this means for us is if we can figure out what it is that's motivating us, whether it's from a promotion perspective or a prevention perspective, if we can understand that for our behaviors, we can build better plans and those plans can be used to maintain motivation longer. Or when our motivation starts to uh, falter, we can switch strategies. And we can learn whether or not our type of motivation, the type that we need to stay motivated, has switched. So with that said, I hope this is educational. I hope this is something that is interesting, but I really would love to hear your thoughts. Like I said, I want to do a series on motivation, on how we can utilize the tools and knowledge that researchers have, have discovered about motivation to improve our personal improvement journey. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think and let me know what you'd want me to cover 
next. And if you're listening to this, find the podcast over on YouTube, click subscribe there and leave a comment on the video. Link to that is in the description of this episode. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.